0: Coming up later on the From All Angles part.
1: Should we go to Sunderland? I sort of wanted to go to Sunderland after that. I don't know why. I don't know if any of you did. I just want... No. no, Absolutely not. It's a long... I I wanted to go just to see what it's like. I don't know. Middlesbrough sounds like a place I don't... Middlesbrough. 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 Who the fuck Want to go to Middlesbrough? And like Johnny Williams. Fuck me. He's got some issues, that guy has. Jay, you want to
0: get any fuckums in there?
1: yeah I don't know who to fuck him man I, I'm so tired I'm I'm, 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 <laughs> you've
0: okay, been watching the fucking documentary for like 12 hours straight <laughs> yeah. so <cool>. I'm all Sunday <laughs> I just didn't mess. come on with a Geordie
2: accent mate
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that would been hilarious if he could have done
3: that <laughs> no, hoo here joined,
2: man like, hoo <laughs> so the fact that we joined and I was like that sounds
3: like he's like yeah I'm still watching it <laughs> I was like wow
1: oh god Yeah, that's the most committed I've ever been to anything. Fuck me.
0: thank you for listening to the From All Angles podcast. Today we're talking about Sunderland Till I Die. On Netflix they've just released a second series and we've got a panel of guests who've all watched it and we are looking forward to talking about it. First of all we've got Jet Nidja. Jet how long did it take you to catch up with the series?
1: So I started watching it uh, yesterday at 5 o'clock, I think, and I, fin- I finished series one at 1 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and then I woke up at 10 o'clock this morning and finished it at just gone 3pm. Yeah. Did, did you
0: dream about it?
1: No, I didn't, I didn't actually. I, I dreamt about a supermarket. <laughs>
4: just Anything in particular about a supermarket?
1: was nah, just shopping in a supermarket, that was my dream.
4: Is
3: it a supermarket mm-hmm. in
1: Sunderland, or? No, no, I don't know where it, it might be, it may have been in <laughs> They was it like talk the good about, old
4: days when you could they, just roam the supermarkets? Freely? Yeah,
1: they, they do talk about Tesco's a lot, so that's one. might have been. Yeah. Sort of yeah. little plugs. Yeah.
0: We're also joined by Matt Ward. Matt, how does the North East Derby compare to others in the UK?
4: Oh, good question, Anne Hughes. I think one thing you'd have to take into consideration I, I believe Sunderland and Newcastle are separate cities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Therefore, as passionate as they are up there about their football I just think when you've got a derby that is literally situated in the same city it's a bit more bit more fierce having, having witnessed the the Steel City derby not long ago with uh, I with think most people here that was pretty tasty one thing I'll give them is they are very passionate about their football up there but I don't think it's the uh, most hotly contested derby shall we say
0: also joined by brothers have you ever been to the stadium of life no I haven't no <laughs> thanks brothers <laughs> <laughs> you, i've
5: been to st james's father i've been to say, uh, stadium a lot is
0: it some, somewhere on your bucket list
3: visit? absolutely
5: it? not i have no interest in interest
0: <laughs> <of> that <laughs> stadium is shite <laughs> am i right
4: that's it one can have that can have that lads
0: good welcome back to the pod hello the infamous beach ball gate was against sunderland talk us through that
3: so it was uh yeah darren bent uh, scoring from the goal, uh, Pepe Reina in goal. Um, obviously got duped by a bright red, massive beach ball because uh, obviously that's they look the same. But um, to this day, it should have been ruled out. But we won't go on about it because uh, I'll only uh, get abuse. I'll only imagine, get abuse.
4: Imagine if he'd done like this thing where he just stuck out both his arms and saved both the balls.
3: No, I mean he I should have.
4: From, yeah, he should have. He? That. he was on his decline
3: at that point. Rainer was well, making
4: a lot of mistakes.
1: Or well, imagine well, if he Lil- saved the uh, the beat just the beach ball. Well, wasn't it a Liverpool fan who threw the beach ball as well? Yeah, it was a,
3: it was a red ball oh, with, was a, it? with a with no, a no. Liverpool
5: crest on it. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool crest on on the beach ball. Oh, well, they were? The, yeah, the away fans were behind the goal at that point, weren't they? Yeah, so it's crawled onto the. God, imagine being that guy throwing the ball on. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I think they found go. go You'd take that oh,
3: to your grave, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and then they picked him out. I think they've got a video of him like letting it go and it going on the crowd, uh, into the pitch at some point. So yeah, it was quite too ruined. And what was the significance? You lost the game, I take it. Uh, I think it was a draw. can't remember. I think it was a draw. mean, we, we didn't win the game. We definitely didn't win the It was dropped points by car. Definitely didn't win the finished.
5: league either. <laughs> but was as...
3: the, wasn't that the season that you guys were <laughs> up against
1: us for the league? Was um, that oh eight? No, was that? Ooh. I think that was that season, wasn't
3: it? I think we were in black kit with gold shorts. 08-09, so oh, oh, yeah, the season that season, yeah, third kit. Oh yeah, you lost, you lost one oh, now. There you go. Oh yeah, I knew, I knew we didn't win, but yeah, I can't remember. But good knowledge. Interesting fact: on the same day, Aston Villa beat Chelsea two one. Wow, well, so we are nuts. going back, aren't we?
2: Going back don't a lot don't you, mate? Got to,
6: mate. Two Chelsea fans on. I'm making <laughs> one his... Liverpool fans enough. <laughs> Jesus oh, God. good one, lads. <laughs>
0: And the voice you can hear there is Marcus. Who's the best player to play for Sunderland?
2: Uh,
6: Niall Quinn, because it's the first one in my head. I think that's probably a first <laughs> oh, shot. shot. Kevin no, Phillips. Phillips. No. Nah, Kevin Phillips for that one combination. Season.
1: Nah, it's so got to be. It's got to yeah. be uh, Danny Welbeck. When we learned him there.
4: <laughs> Asamoah Gyan. Asamoah Defoe
1: did well as well for him. Yeah, Dwight York played there for a bit. He needs to not put his shorts and tracksuit bottom so high.
3: It was great that he did it in every. There's like one bit, I think they're coming off the, the train going down to Wembley, and they were like full, obviously, you know, team wear, but it's just like, yeah, polo and all Even then, he's got his polo tucked into his shorts. Yeah, yeah, I rate that, that, yeah, I rate that.
4: Nothing says I'm going to yeah. break your ankles. Like, uh, like high-level shorts. He's played just polo
3: and just some joggers, and he's got them literally like up, to his, up to his nipples pulled up. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, he didn't get an England cap. That's
5: annoying. Why? I remember for Sunderland, didn't he? Yeah, he got 21. He, he played 16 times for the 21s. Just yeah, said. I thought I thought
3: he did for the 21s. Three 20, goals. Three.
5: Bags, man.
0: Absolute bags, man. Wow. So the second series just been released on Netflix this week. First question, how did you feel like it compared to the first? Uh got, It was a lot oh. better.
4: I think the content-wise it was a lot better, but yeah. did anyone else feel... Uh, I can't remember how many episodes the first season was, but this one eight. crammed into yeah. six. Why, yeah, why yeah. It? it just felt so rushed. like So much happened in the
3: season. Well, because season uh, one was eight episodes, but some of them were only like half an hour. Yeah, um, And uh, between uh, half an hour and 45 in the second yeah. one, every episode was 42 minutes, but there were six episodes. Yeah. I, don't know what,
4: maybe, I don't know if that was partly just due to Sunderland saying, like, maybe less it needs to be shortened or you need to film less stuff I don't know but for such a significant season where so much happened I do feel like they skipped over large parts
3: no well I Uh, suppose uh, a lot of it they kind of covered in the first season in terms of like a lot of giving the background of like who's at the club and whatever like in season two there's obviously new players but they don't have to go over a lot of it I think there's a lot of setting the scene of and the club and who's in it and stuff like that. in the first one so yeah. that probably warrants a couple of So I think that some of them were short it probably like, works out as similar-ish kind of running time but yeah they didn't have to set a lot of the story I just together. felt
1: like the first one dragged loads there was just parts of it that just dragged compared I mean, to the, the issue, second, the issue one. The second one the second one moved quite, no- uh, quite nicely
4: the issue you and, had with the first season is it, it became clear very early on what was going to happen do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, they, yeah. They, they were just destined; they were just free falling. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really that much interest. There was there was no like suspense of what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Just like this is a club in
3: free
1: fall. And it was um, all doom and gloom. That's all what. Doom I, and gloom. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, I, I think dream. the
3: first one was first one. kind of funny to see that at the beginning. It was very much like, "Oh, we're going to bounce straight back up. We're a massive club. Yeah, yeah. we've just got yeah, but we're going we're going straight back. No, no, <laughs> no other real option. And obviously, we all know what happened. The complete opposite to that. So. Same as soon as it started going wrong, it just kept absolutely freefall um, so all the way through season one into season two, and just carries on. Yeah, but do you, do you,
5: do you look at it as a comedy? I, I I look at it as an absolute comedy goal. Do, yeah. Genuinely,
3: there were parts of it you, like, you can't you can't write it like the Darren Gibson thing, kind of set the scene, uh, the kind of how things were kind of almost a comedy in terms of like himself, Calum shake Shaker, the British players, older players in the squad, you know, setting an example, and then pretty much straight away he gets films absolutely off his face in a pub, slating everyone. You're like that's almost something you would write in a comedy. Um obviously if later on gets done with drunk driving drive and, and it's like genuinely like they're almost carrying out to do what what can I do to make the club look ridiculous and make everyone laugh. And think we're all clowns. I don't want to do that exact thing. Uh, it's just, it's just weird.
1: The one thing I have an, an issue with with the first se- season is, and this might be a discussion for another day, is um, the fact that everyone keeps referring to Sunderland as a big club. Like, how are they? What constitutes them as a big club? I wouldn't call them a big club. There's a lot of lot of bigger clubs than the Sunderland. A big club is not <laughs> Sorry, based on current
4: form. Okay, a big, this, well, this is the issue that most people have when, when debating what constitutes a big club. Big club is not based on current form, current yeah. position in the league standing. Yeah, it I is, agree with it, that. It is based on, I think, you've got to consider size of the stadium, size of the city that it's based in, size yeah. of the fan base, infrastructure behind it. Yeah. And you can see they've got, they've got a big old stadium. They get a forty-four k attendance in League yeah. One at one point,
1: Jack. Yeah, that's a mm. man. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean, but it's because, it, like you say, it's a one-city club as well. Like you were saying earlier, but then it's like I also put like history into that as well. And I was just looking like when the last time their last major honour is nineteen seventy-three when they won the FA Cup. You know what I mean? Like,
3: and I think a lot of it goes back to like obviously we're too kind of young to I think maybe comment on what you know certain big clubs are probably still referred to as big clubs because of stuff that happened way before we were ever around that. Kind of how they're viewed um, from people way back when, where it might not even mean that they won you know bags of trophies, but they're just you know one of the the mainstay kind of clubs that are always in and around, always kind of there. You know, like oh, I think they're one. deluded. Yeah,
5: there's something in the air up North. Like Newcastle, are obviously got a great history, got a great fan base, good stadium, but they're just a, they're nothing now. Like they're, they're just a nothing team. Whereas Sunderland are even worse. Like, Cov have got a better history than Sunderland, and Kov, we wouldn't class Cov as a big club now. Yeah, exactly. Ridley,
2: yeah.
5: yeah, obviously they've had their own financial issues with the stadium and that, but we, we, we wouldn't say Cov are a big club. I don't think Sunderland. I think actually. a lot of that
3: goes to like because we of recent Sunderland have been in, in the Premier League. Newcastle still are, it's just because weren't... I think it's kind of recency bias, where because they haven't been, because been in the Premier League for a while, people then try kind of then if then you know let's say Cov get back in the Premier League soon and they have a good ten year run, you know people on the other, other end of that, probably will say, oh, yeah, cover a big club. It might say that some of them aren't if they don't get back in the program. I,
1: I, I would consider Knott's Forest as a big club and so with Leeds. Leeds, and Leeds as well like yeah. because yeah. they've both got yeah. actual pedigree. and yeah. like um, So that's where I, that's how I sort of rank it. I'm like, Forest have won, I think won two Champions League, two European Cups.
3: Two European three, Cups, yeah. Two
1: European Cups and Leeds have like massive history going back into the 60s and stuff like that as well. So, um, I mean,
5: you'd have Sunderland as a bigger club down over like Brighton, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, no I don't debating
3: that. But, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, but yeah there's clubs like that way. Yeah, they've like Bournemouth are just glad to be there. They've come out of out of nowhere kind of thing. Um, but there are, I guess, like historic kind of clubs that have always been there. They've always been on the scene type thing. I maybe I guess them, end, But I get your point, Bryce where yeah, some of them are deluded in terms of like when we went in the episodes about West Ham fans, they think they're better than they are. I think West Ham think they're better than they are. Some of them I think these so much think they're better than they are, but they believe they should be at and Newcastle as well at a certain level because of what they've done before. Yeah, they're huge. very passionate I'll give them that yeah, uh, yeah I think that's man, what it is, what it is. Yeah. yeah it goes back to yeah the, the passionate which you can't really fault them for that but no. yeah it's the case yeah. Yeah. It's, it's
4: the point they make as well multiple times about the affluence of the area they're living in as well if you're living down in Bournemouth you're probably very well off and uh, football is not high up on your list of priorities no. but they, they mention it in the documentary themselves many times Those those people up there Aren't from the aren't, you know, are not well off that that's yeah. what they cling to, that's what they've always clung to. The
3: last episode, I, I can't remember the, the guy's name, but the uh, the guy who um, they follow throughout it who's uh, was in the army. I uh, think the last episode he gives a little kind of a monologue of the fact that it's life here, it's everything like it is, it is everyone's main focus, it's what they spend their money on, it's what they it, it, there's not a lot else to do, so yeah, it yeah. is their one thing that they concentrate on,
1: yeah. And you can imagine because because it's a one um city club um that their main folk they probably know people working in the club as well they're probably well, yeah, like it, who are working in the club who they obviously don't they want to see the club be successful because they obviously they want to have that satisfaction on the weekend but also they don't want to see their family members or friends losing jobs as well yeah so it's what well, a
3: massive employer in the city and you know when the they got relegated they had to lay like 50 staff off and then you go again yeah. and again um it's massive for the, for the economy of the city if just like I said, the whole thing of Premier League football being there, or if it's that you've got fans coming in every week, um, it's, it's massive for the economy of the City, if whatever the league they're in.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the, the beginning of the first episode of, of Series 2 talked about how the ownership of the club has changed with Stuart Donald and Charlie Metham purchasing the club from Ellis Short. Talk to me, guys, about, first of all, Stuart Donald. How did he come across in the series? Oh, where do you start?
5: I, I actually think as a bloke, one of the lads who go down the pub, like he goes in the fans, and, and has a as a sing song, has a beer with the boys, and then like, he's obviously living the dream in that sense that he's he's happy to be a football club owner. Mm. He's got the perks of owning and having them running in the background, but he also wants to get involved as a footballing knowledge man. He, he probably hasn't got a clue, but I think as a
4: businessman, I mean yeah. the, the main point for me is on, on Transfer deadline Day, the Will Greek debacle. That's how yeah. I act when I'm trying to justify buying an extra pair of trousers on ASOS. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, 100% he had his heart, they had their heart right in terms of coming in and almost doing the opposite to what Ellis Short did before as in, you know, actually engaging with the fans, talking to him, asking what they want. And I think he was a bit naive in terms of, yeah, they kind of promised we're going to get this many players in or whatever. And then he said that on the, the transfer deadline day, we all we'll saw it. They just kept, kept up it's and back again it. and again and again. Everyone around him was like, stop, what are you doing? He's not worth, Even the manager was like,
1: yeah. please don't spend any more. Yeah.
5: In- yeah, <laughs> <So> when they <laughs>
3: actually said 3 are yeah. going up to 4, I was like, what? Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's mental.
1: And, and assume, there,
2: yeah.
1: did you, um, the other thing I find about him is that I feel like he never did, really did his uh, due diligence on Sunderland as a business before he got there. He almost just got in the, the state of it
4: before yeah, he inherited yeah, it. Yeah,
1: l- like he was looking at the papers and was like, They spent 30 million on wages last uh, uh, last season.
3: I was like, Shouldn't I you think known something like that before? I think certain stuff like that, I reckon they would have. They obviously have to play it up for the cameras. I think yeah. they kind of almost have to rehash the conversation, but like, Let's get it on camera now. I think yeah. that like wages 100% they would know, but things like um, the the um deep freeze uh cryogenic oh, cryogen, right? yeah 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 stuff yeah. like that yeah you probably not want to know until you get there but i think wages and stuff there's certain conversations as you can see a kind of stage in a way that yeah. we need to get us on camera now have a conversation that we've just re-engineered to you for you to have over there yeah. to get it on we, camera i
4: really i really appreciated him as like brother said i really appreciated him as just a bloke as a man yeah, yeah. but in terms of you know a businessman and and he, there were so many occasions in, in that second series where uh, Charlie had to basically come in uh, especially and bail him out. Was, yeah, especially yeah. talking to the media and talking to the, the radio fans. show. yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, when they're on know, about he, Will he Grigg. There, he can sit there and be the guy that's just like, you know, um, yeah, this is what we're trying to do. But as soon as he got some like questions asked to him, he just completely yeah. uh, froze up. And, and I, I don't think they, they must have been in business together. That's like, yeah, they were in Oxford. They must, because I don't think that guy, Stuart, would, would, would be able to survive in business without Charlie there. They're I like, yeah, really, aren't they? They kind yeah. of work together, but separately.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Why, why the does like, he, he, by the end of the bloody series, they're literally like, you're going to have to sell it. Like, Surely. Yeah. You, know, you just know how much money he's got, how much it's going to cost. And then they're, they're already talking well, he's about, already, he's already put it up for market, like now.
3: Yeah, so that's kind of the main thing. I thought that he was very naive in that. Yeah, he kind of went straight to the fans that like, we're going to basically do everything that Ellie Short didn't do, mm. and we're going to promise, we're going to promise things and actually deliver on those promises. And straight away, yeah, the Wilbrick thing put them behind budget. And he's like crap, and then he sat down and the pen says, "Yeah, um, we're already behind budget this year, which means next year we need this much, which means we're already behind that one, mm. and then we're already behind, and it's that snowball. So we either need to sell or get a twenty million pound investment and give up control. Basically, I was like, surely you would have factored this in because then I'm straight away I, like oh okay. yeah we can't, we can't deliver what we've heard to the fans we've already gone back on that promise we're going to do everything in short didn't... he's just it, it, the guy's going on a whim too much it's
1: like he's playing football manager just planning it as it goes along kind of thing it's yeah like, it's like, oh, it's okay, like when, 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 when I play my football manager games I I have like more in-depth in, in depth thoughts like okay how am I <laughs> going to do the next two three seasons in my head rather than it, 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 it's
3: funny listening it to them
4: it's funny listening to them talk about football as well they're clearly like tactically they've just got no idea they- of no. it.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, oh, um, yeah it's more like half time like, oh, the and then
4: just and also how beautiful is that scene where it's literally about two three minutes of him just kicking the ball in his garden
2: yeah always wanted
1: to be a footballer <laughs>
4: yeah um, right
2: mate come on
5: yeah. that Charlie at, um, in the matches when he's like <laughs>
4: so God. good oh, oh yeah yeah fucking change now fucking change now and then his wife's like Charlie calm down <laughs> oh, mate, I thought
0: Charlie came across really really well be Ooh, right. I, I spent yeah.
4: the whole series trying to work out whether I thought I liked this bloke or not. Yeah, same. Uh, and I think what I, what I whittled it down to is, I think, as a businessman, incredible. Like, the way, and the way he handles PR. Like When he does jump to Stuart's rescue in those scenes, he, he absolutely smashes it. Like the, the responses were just perfect. But I think as a bloke and the way he treated his staff... Mm. Come on, man! Like I don't know. You know in your line of work, if he spoke to you the way he spoke to that poor little Irish woman, are we, we going to sit there and, and not just tell yeah,
2: him to fuck off? Yeah, yeah like it showed the scene yeah. afterwards
3: where she got laid off, and you're like, "Oh, was that a direct thing of that? Because she like pissed him off or something?" It showed yeah. like she was like packing her things up and off she yeah. went. Where yeah, literally swearing. And just like they're counting it, and he's like, "No, I want the number now. I don't care if it's two hundred out." Like Jesus Christ! I mean,
5: there is a lot. There, there's people like that out in there. Out there in business, that are just like straight, straight cutthroat,
3: aren't they? Yeah. And,
5: but then those people often get results. Uh, yeah. It's, it's whether it's what what you react to best. Yeah, and I know, I understand that, workers, but and... I
4: think I think he, that he could have done more. Uh, you know, you can still get results. You can still be cutthroat and not yeah. just. It, it, it did feel like, in particular, that um, Irish woman in the marketing department. It felt like he was just targeting. He clearly didn't want her there from day one
2: yeah Um, because you
3: don't want to alienate you obviously want to give you it's clear that staff here to kick up the arse for in certain respects. but you don't want to alienate and make them all hate you immediately like right we're just down towards it Um, because saying
5: what they left they were like they're all leaving at 459 they're not coming out with any ideas and like you can kind of see those if you have someone in your business that you're paying a good amount of money to and they're not producing ideas or they're just doing their basic hours and Going, then you,
3: you're you not going to be happy with it, are you? Yeah, I think the managing director then said, Yeah, fair, fair. Why well, he first said, Well, Charlie, you're not here to half five, um, which is a mm. bit funny, but uh, he was like, Well, to be fair to them, they've never been given responsibility, they've never been allowed to say, like Right, go on and use your initiative here, think of an idea, you own it. Mm. put it forward we'll actually take it and i think he's like to be fair like yeah 100% that they weren't but maybe you just, you just need to go about it and a maybe a slightly different way in terms of coaxing that out of the people and be like no we're actually letting you give your ideas here we're actually going to listen to them and maybe use them and you can actually go off and own somebody rather than just the emotions
1: I, I I almost feel like he took an approach that someone like he took a like a an approach that you'd use in a bigger bigger city in a big city company into yeah. uh, like into. It's southern, so, it? he's, he's in London yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah. So he took that sort of Londoner business type attitude. From into, the approach that
4: they're not they're not used to. They're, they're not,
1: not used to sports because if you think about it, like that office is small. Yeah, like yeah. like it's Sunderland Football Club, whatever. But it's like it's just a small office. There's not many people actually working there, so it's a small office environment. And
3: and, and also. So, yeah. I think it came in of the mind of like, oh, we're going to sit like, almost like we're coming in to save this failing business type thing, which, yeah. yeah, certain things are putting in place you can probably control, but football, it's not as tangible as like, yeah, you can do all the stuff in the background you want. If the mm. team go there and lose eight on the bounce, there's nothing you can do about that. So I think mm. they probably were maybe a little bit naive in terms of that as well. where yeah, they probably have gone into business before and saved it by changing things, and it, it works probably. But then, when at the end of the day, you've got players going out on the pitch, and that determines actually, really, what what will happen in the club. Then it's not like, yeah. well, completely out of our control.
5: Yeah. Can we talk having about said, that, said, that scene? The scene where the he's, stadium. That's yeah, exactly amazing. what I was just
4: about amazing. to mention.
3: Amazing.
4: Having said all that about him and how he, you know, he's cutthroat and and dead good businessman, that scene could have come straight out of the office, couldn't it?
3: Honestly, yeah, it i like a deleted classic. scene
1: from it. It was, it was, it was mad. what uh, which which one? It was so beautifully yeah, it was filmed. The music.
4: Oh, from, the way, yeah, that the, was so Hammer the, the way the cameraman went around the room and kind yeah. of filmed all their facial expressions while he's absolutely blasting that. I
3: literally like gl- what is happening was, right was, now. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it was it was it was perverse like it was one again one of them where well, I think he was almost playing it to the cameras there of a uh, like cuz it, it was a small room. With four people already in it, the cameraman's probably like quite has almost like a, right. I'm gonna gonna make myself almost look good here. You know, ramp it up. I want, oh, I, want so I want the fans funny. to. You know, he's like, I want it to be like oh, oh so noisy in there. They, they don't know what to do themselves, and, <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. it was like testing the music. Where um, he's like right now, let's go test it in the tunnel changing room, see if we can hear it in there. And, and, and like, then like,
1: when, when the guy was like, so what sort of atmosphere you want? Like a club atmosphere. And he was like, yeah, like Ibiza. I like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <was like, laughs> so like, weird. What? yeah
3: it's like oh yeah the nightclub things. like yeah yeah and then he, he yeah. like
4: walks off the pitch just doing the finger guns yeah he's got him like, blasting yeah.
3: the finger
2: guns well that's just like, and there's incredible. a bit
3: later on the um the bbc commentator guy who's obviously there all the way throughout um, oh, yeah. <laughs> way season two he's like i can barely hear myself think now they keep cranking the music up every week and the guy was like uh
5: is this your type of music to the other commentator and he goes nah, it's not for me. <laughs>
4: you got to know your audience though, haven't you? I get where it's coming from with it, but you, can, you know, it's it, not what the people of Sunderland probably want to hit. Pre-o. But the
1: original walkout music was terrible as yeah, well. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, that,
0: that, that was, horrendous. was uh, that
3: one guy said, oh, it's slow, it's boring, I oh, would just, da, fair, da, but da, to, da, you know, da, like complete da, da. opposite direction. Like, yeah, Club Night, like, well, what? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah.
3: Yeah, and the guy was like, oh, well, first thing you to do, get a new PA system and try just like, I'm going to sack you right here for coming yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, honestly, that was. And like Stuart Donald, it, again, he g- gave me um, less so Ricky Gervais vibes, but like, they're also, he's, he's got the same accent as well. I literally just kept seeing Ricky Gervais because they're from both from like, Oxford Reading.
4: His, uh, uh, just, his facial expressions as well. Like, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, mate, it's just 100% it was David Brent. Every time I was wearing a shirt, I was like, just David Brent all over. Um, but again, I, I kind of think like maybe, because when they bought the club, they knew, like, yeah, there's already been season of uh, on Netflix is gonna be a second do you know Maybe that do you think that maybe had a, a, an influence on their decision of oh 100%. we wanna get on we want to get on T V here, we wanna get yeah, known and get our names yeah. out there. Yeah. That's by the yeah. club. Yeah, Point. well you well you saw how
1: Charlie was using the marketing um yeah. wanted to really push that and obviously they must have thought, yeah, this this seat they must have thought in their head, this season we're gonna get promoted, um and then it's gonna push Sunderland's name out there more and we're gonna become more famous and Yeah, like, get blah. that exposure. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, 100% they used it as, like, a PR thing. And yeah. the fact
3: that like, straight away when they realised, like, oh, wow, this is actually a lot worse, let's just sell it straight away, they're kind of like, oh, crap, this isn't going well. Um, yeah. We're going to look bad on this rather than yeah, yeah. good. It's out
4: hilarious it. how yeah. obsessed Charlie is with uh, improving the brand and making money. Like, he's got no room for sentiment or emotions, has he? Like, when they're sat there in a board meeting at one point talking about yeah.
3: Oh, the check uh, trade trophy, like the,
4: yeah. How they're going to do the, the ticket?
3: Uh, on yeah.
4: or Some one of the one of the fans, uh, one of the staff, like says something like a pretty good suggestion about how uh, season tickets should have priority or something. I can't remember. And he's just like, "I'm going to stop you there because I want to make more money." <laughs>
3: yeah, he said like <laughs> if people have gone to thirty percent of the the check trade games before that, then you get like yeah first refusal because like yeah the people the fans that have gone to these games that are like low ones would give them like yeah if I can make 20 twenty extra pounds from each person, that's yeah, was like 80 grand, grand or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Then, like, I mean, you can see on, why he said it, but it's also like, oh. To his credit,
1: to his, but then, his credit. But then like, on the flip side, they needed the money. They
3: needed no, the you money. No, you wow. can absolutely yeah. see why he said that. Oh, but, he, yeah, yeah. He, he, they did an incredible, like the
4: whole campaign to fill the stadium on Boxing Day. Oh, that was um, good. Yeah. Like everything that they tried to do God, and accomplish was... in terms of like the business and, uh, in marketing and in PR yeah. they smashed it and again
3: I think it should like yeah they got 47,000 so costs... and he, was, he kept like ranting to the ticket office like we're still not high enough and then you know, one of the ticket office ladies said that no no don't worry like the week leading up to Christmas 100% will, will get loads because people will absolutely buy a ticket for their family and he's almost surprised by the like oh like almost like a, like oh well people will buy some more ticket to a football game for Christmas like well that's a bit weird but like I say it's, it's everything to them mm. Yeah. But yeah, my Christmas present is to use this ticket to the Sunderland game on mm-hmm.
1: Boxing
5: Day.
3: Yeah, which they yeah,
5: kind of they maybe did. break the record. I don't know if it a true record they're giving out free tickets, like. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Literally
2: going the, um, to schools and, and, and giving them up. <laughs> but he snatched up no, a cool.
5: woman at that time, didn't he? He was about to go on the mic. He was like, just get me a number. I don't care if it's 200 out, just get me a number.
3: Uh, the, yeah that, that was kind of bad so, but yeah, It's like when Arsenal When the, the end of Wenger days Where stadium was half empty So like the attendance say is 60 something time Because the count in season ticket People weren't actually, didn't actually come So yeah the attendance figures are always a bit iffy yeah.
0: so, so one of the uh, first decisions that they made Was to bring in uh, Jack Ross from St Mirren As the head coach For the first team manager yep. uh, What were your opinions on, on Jack Ross? Um, really likes it actually
4: really really, yeah. really liked him. and 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 I think the, I think the, the, the main event of this of this series was surely the will Griggs situation yeah one thing that I found was really interesting and you know this the sort of behind the scenes of how these things go down and how clubs are run he clearly clearly stares on the phone to Stuart like I'm not that bothered about this guy you know like I, I wouldn't even be paying over a meal for him like I'm not that bothered if we get him or not, don't don't go over a mil. It's it's silly money. Obviously, then Stuart goes out and splashes three mil on him. This is not Jack <laughs> Ross. This is not this is not his player. This no. is not the manager's player. No. As soon as the pressure comes on about why this three million striker isn't performing, like in that interview with the with the fan podcast, Stuart was deflecting that straight onto. Uh, Onto is it Jack, Jack Ross, Ross? Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, straight, straight no, on to no, Jack yeah. Ross, and I'm yeah. sitting there thinking, mate, you're going to look so bad when they see the phone call where Jack Ross literally tells you, yeah. "I don't even, I'm not even bothered about Green, don't get him for me." And think about how often this must go down. Yeah, oh, every transfer,
3: so, pretty much. Yeah, like I the finally went in from six times. Like fans watching, I was been like, "Jesus Christ, Jack Ross must really want him because surely it's him that's asking for him," and he's like, you "Owners, know, go for him again and again. I want him. I want him." But yeah, like I say, the actual proof was I'm not asked about this guy to be honest mill max don't pay above what he's worth. Wigan yeah, and then straight away the fans are like, yeah. oh, why, why would you buy him? He doesn't fit into the team.
4: I, I think, think, I think Jack
3: he... Ross comes across
4: really well. He clearly, yeah. you know, what, what he did as what start... though? As
3: a football manager or as a bloke? Uh,
4: as a bloke? But, football but, but,
5: manager, but, but, not as a football out. manager. Yeah. That, no, that, that, no, 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 no. no hear that, me
4: no, out, hear right? me out. This is why I think he deserves credit as a football manager. Because clearly, at the start of the season, when they've got Josh Madger, he's built that team. And 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 they're doing great. They start the season really well, and up until January time, uh, they're they're doing fine. They, they're kind of up. There. They're not in the top two, granted, mm. but they're looking good. Anybody, when faced with that situation where you lose a player like Josh Major, he's banging for him He scored what over ten so, goals. Seventeen um, goals of it. Seventeen, 17. 17 yeah. seven yeah. First seven of the season. Mm. Anyone
5: yeah.
4: that is in that situation then of losing that in-form striker who's winning you games.
5: That's piss ball planning from the club.
4: Yeah, they did
2: that's him, that's
4: him not, favors. They did that's no not, favors. That's not that's not him. He's inherited that. He's inherited all those contract situations. He, he with what he had at the start of the season, he's built that team, a winning team, and there's pretty much nobody signings. I've not heard of a single player that they bought, but you yeah, know, they're, they're
5: still a championship team. team. They're better than... Still, well, know, since, the, no, the players no, players no, was no it was toxic. Players the, players that got, they really?
4: had, the players that they had, although on paper looked like they were championship players, on paper they were Premier League players. Oviedo played in the World Cup for Costa Rica. It's not yeah. about their pedigree, it's about players that want to play for your club and yeah. ripping out that toxic... They had like that Didier and Dong or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he won, he won, won 60k. So Jack Rott, right, he, 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 he kind of built that team, and I'm sure he would have had a say in these players, built that team of, of, of players that were probably based on people that were hungry and wanted it. And he, had, he obviously had Josh Madger at that point. He built a really good team. I don't think there's any manager that could have been faced with that issue of losing uh, an informed 17-goal striker like Josh Madger without the resources or... You're just in that at situation. Lampa. You're never going to be able to replace it. Josh Madger, are you? Nobody going to get in at that point because you haven't got the money.
0: I, um, I just think Jack Ross lacks something... He lacked some like I don't know I don't know whether it was the way he was filmed, but
3: he, he lacked some enthusiasm. Yeah, but I think that's what before like I don't yeah, mean, right, that I liked a I like that's only like going to get sure. you so far. The
4: whole Tim Sherwood effect, yeah, yeah. passion is only going to get you so far. I think he was came across as really level
3: headed. Yeah, I think like, I don't mean I like Chris Coleman, I think, but they they relied on that. He was very good for the like, the fans really liked him because he had like that passion, but that only goes so far. I'd rather imagine that yeah like with Jack Ross. Maybe he isn't, you know, jumping around. But he, he did, on the touchline, he did look like he was properly getting into the players. But other than that, he's a bit, you know, dour and kind of calm. And rather than then actually know what he's doing. Um, but yeah, I agree with Matt. Like, taking that many goals out of the team. And it showed you at the start of the season where, you yeah, know, they had that championship squad. And then they wiped away all the players they got rid of. And then they had about eight players left. Yes, granted, what like Aidan McGeady, everyone says, he's way too good for that league. Um And then he got, well, league can't, i like, still got players like him. But a lot of those players we got rid of. Um, and I think a you know, club on free back to back relegations, a manager coming in to a brand new club already is difficult. To then go, right, we want you completely reverse that straight off and then get promoted is hard. Uh, and I think they made a good go of it, especially with the fact losing Major. And getting to play player finals, a cup final, I think it's decent that at the end of the day, on those two occasions, the players bottled it or whatever. I don't think that was that much Jack rises fault. I think he did
1: well for a first go I I think his tactics in the um, the Czech trade trophy weren't very good oh yeah taking off Will Grigg um, taking off Will Grigg when he did just trying to consolidate a 1-0 yeah. Um, when they're all over you.
4: The issue is the issue is is yeah, I'm certain because this I, I see this happen for Villa all the time as well when, when we take a one nil lead. I'm, I'm I'm sure that the manager has not drilled the team as soon as they score one goal in the 20th minutes to then go defensive. That's not what happens. It is a mentality thing. The other team yes, suddenly yeah. gets the mentality that they've got nothing to lose, so yeah, they start playing with freedom. Managers. They start playing with freedom in the players' heads. Now they know the pressure of the game. It's just inevitable that teams are going to sit back more. It's not the manager going out and saying, right, lads, get that early goal, sit yeah. back. It just, it, it's inevitable. It kind of just happens. It's a mentality thing. Yeah, uh, I've, so I've I get what you're doing. saying. The substitutions, which was the manager's decision... Questionable, yeah. I don't that's think what so. I'm
1: questioning. Yeah, I'm questioning more the substitution than say, like, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, it, like, in a cup final, especially the other team, if they're one nil down, they are going to go all guns blazing and go for it. But I think just taking off your like, pretty your main strike. I don't know if they had another striker on, um, striker off the pitch is pretty, pretty, pretty silly. Especially but, when you know if fine. they could score in Well no, I guess maybe
3: he, he wanted to put someone there with maybe more legs that go But yeah, I agree with Matt's point where over the two seasons, over three managers, it seemed like every time they went a goal, up, they just capitulated. A lot of that's probably got down with the pressure of the fans. Like you saw how like toxic the fans were as soon as they well, already went behind. I think as soon as they went a goal, they were afraid of that happening and almost sleepwalking into that happening as a result. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's the fact it happened over three managers over two seasons. Did uh, do, do we know what
4: happened to Jack Ross? Did he did he survive that? Song? Nah,
3: he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Phil Parkinson. So he, did, he, he
4: so he was fired after that season. Or yeah. Did he
2: start the next
4: in,
0: season? Yeah, he started next season, and then he was uh, his contract was terminated in October. Just gone. He's right, gone okay. back
3: to like Hibs or something. I yeah, he's at it. Hibs now. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah.
0: right,
4: okay.
3: that's they're, they're sixth at the moment in league, I think. Wow, Sunderland seventh. Seventh. It would have been. Yeah. I think it and would have been unfair.
4: It would have been unfair to fire him just based on that season, but he yeah. clearly, clearly started the next season and they
3: probably started badly. Which is but to be a- fair, what? Because whether it was actually the case or not, but at the end of season one, um, it sounded like Chris Coleman wanted to stay on, and they made it seem like it was in the case that the new map, the new owners, got rid of him, um, and, and got rid of him rather than him saying, "Right, yeah, I'm, I'm going because we got relegated." Do you reckon that the owners, that the new owners, did get rid of him? And if so, why? because I felt uh, I felt that would maybe would have been a good fit. Yeah, I uh, thought cost. I was quite have been cost. Coleman. Yeah, cost
1: maybe. And I think they probably wanted to put their own stamp on it. Probably get rid of um, get rid of the manager, his backroom staff. It's this is our this is our he manager. Yeah. yeah would have been
5: on so much money. Yeah, after Cleese. coming out of Wales at the Euros. And he by the way, he's one of the most overrated managers I've ever seen. He was a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was carried terrible by,
4: uh, by Robson Carnu in the Euros, yeah.
5: Well, yeah, but he was terrible at Cov as well. Like, as a club manager, he was awful.
1: They were saying, he's a, uh, some of the fans were going, oh, we should be doing better for Chris Coleman. He's a Premier League manager. I was like,
3: really? you he really? 15 years ago, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Chris Coleman would have been bought in on, on a contract to save them from relegation. And yeah, as soon as he didn't do that, I think it was destined to, to be uh, bye-bye.
3: Yeah, good point.
0: Seen to me watching that documentary, the most pivotal moment in their season was losing Josh Magia. If he had stayed, do they win the league or do they get second? They get automatic promotion?
1: They go up, definitely. Yeah, I think they go up, they first or Four second. Mics.
3: Yeah. Because I think it showed him, just like the, the highlights were shown, but all the, the fans said it. He was just getting goals out of nothing. The, the, the team weren't playing well, but he got one chance. I mean, it's like it's the, they said they had that trademark finish. He'd get the, his, the ball back to goal, but swivel and shoot before the keeper's even got a chance it, to set himself against the goal. He was
5: very good. kept
3: doing that over and over and over again. Um, and yeah, he only scored 17 goals by then. And they were getting 1 0s, 2 1s off of his goals. Um, and those were turned to draws instead. I think, yeah, he, he would have carried on. Um, and I think they would have got, maybe not won it, but probably, yeah, probably
2: second.
5: I think the actual, not even, well, just him going would have just knocked them all for six. They would have yeah. all been like, "God, he was our like, he was our one man yeah. that was doing it for us." And it would have just kicked him. like they would have all the yeah. players would have just gone demotivated.
3: And straight away, like it was obviously we could see that it was the the agent that made the move happen. But uh, obviously fans probably thought, but even the players who necess- may not necessarily have known all the ins and outs might think that, "Oh, well, this club hasn't really got any ambition. They've just sold our best player." Uh, or let' or let them go what are they playing out here what's 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 really their their plan here why on that, regarding... point,
4: on that point and I think I don't know if you, you had this as a question regarding the agent right mm. how do we feel about that do we feel I, I think there's two ways you could look at it you could look at it as being absolutely outrageous that the that the agent is basically giving major no say is he really the, the, yeah. the, the agent's calling that this talk that he's taking He's making the decisions, to take him abroad so he'll get a bigger uh, bigger cut from it. Go on, Part of that down to major Should, should Major just sit there and be like, mate, I'm on fire right now. i I'll at least want to see out the season at Sunderland. It just didn't feel like he had a say in it to me. Uh, and he looked like a young lad who you know, was being taken advantage of by this money-chasing agent. I, just thought, I thought it was absolutely outrageous. And I just wondered if people thought it was... Major just should have been like, I want to say in this, or what do you think?
6: Yeah, I um I my opinion on that is um I think it's predominantly the agent, um, and I do think magic plays a part, but the agents are obviously going after the money, and that's what it comes down to essentially. I'm sure a lot of agents are the same, they're just like just bastards, aren't they? Really? They don't really care about the club, it's all about how they can make the money. But on the flip side of that, it's very evident what the agent was doing from the start of the season the guy hadn't signed a con he hadn't signed an extension he's going into his last year and they decided to choose him as their their, like literally their only striking option Mm. um so it's poor planning it was obvious what the agent was doing and then sort of the owner and and all the senior management were just trying to play it off as though they were innocent in all of this to an extent by saying oh um, oh, we've tried we're trying we're trying they're not giving us an answer like it's obvious yeah. what's happening here the agent's trying to he's going to shift him abroad that being said like like we mentioned earlier they brought will grigg for is it four million no Three million, Three in, total right, yeah, well,
2: four.
6: 3 million in total i'm pretty sure they didn't offer josh mad josh madger He should have gone you know what if you get us promoted we'll give you two million bonus and he would have stayed for two million quid, and it would have been cheaper than Will Grigg. They wouldn't have brought him in. Do you think there's anything they could have offered Major in his age?
4: Yeah. No, like, I, I, I agree,
6: Marcus, on that one.
3: Yeah. I think uh, the reason they didn't, because at that point they're like, we're not going to be made them look like mugs here and get basically taking the piss out of. Because you know, the first thing that what Charlie said, I think, was like, we don't want people coming here and treating this as a piss-take club. I think at that point they were like, yeah, we're not going to let them take the piss out of us. And then when it came to the World Rug thing in Wigan, they completely went back on that and thought, oh, we've got 20 minutes left, let's just get taking the piss out of and throw yeah. the money at it. So yeah. I think that Brilliant. went out the window, yeah. the principles went out the window. I- but one thing that should have kind of mentioned that, whether it's kind of, yeah, a bit of an excuse. He said that with the Josh Madder situation that the contracts the players are on, that the, the youth contracts, yeah, three years or whatever, and they're on whatever money, it kind of left that situation open to, yeah, should it come to it? It's a case of, yeah, right, now we have to ask the player, do you want to stay and all that kind of stuff. But the, the ways that they have given the contract before, it le- always left that door open of they can get away here. Whether that's as an excuse or not, I don't know. He's kind of blaming the old the old management. Oh. I was
1: um, I was reading earlier as well actually. Um, Major, his agent or his the agency that he's a part of is the same agency that um, represents uh, Jaden Sancho as well. Yeah. Well yeah, they no, mentioned said so, that this, this agent loves sending players abroad. This yeah, so I so you, you don't know whether you don't know whether his agents had a word and said, Look, I'm gonna send you to Bordeaux. Look how look how well Jaden's doing over in um in Dortmund. Obviously he's he, he wouldn't have said you're gonna get be that successful, but like you can make a big money move off off the back of that as well after Bordeaux. So he's probably like obviously yeah, he's pumped him up to to put him in a position where a uh-huh, hard Sally, activity. there is a
4: moving from Sunderland to Bordeaux. I, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I
5: think I'm. Am I the only one that thinks the players just bottled it? Like he's hiding. Right, high high.
4: I, I do. I do know where you're coming from because if I if I was in that situation, like Josh Manger's got ties at that club. Like he's got mates there.
6: Um, he's come through the academy, hasn't he?
4: Come through the no,
6: academy, no. Like, I, mean. I no. If you look at his history, he's actually come through two different academies. He's been at Fulham, I believe, and City before he then went to Sunderland. So He's only gone there for footballing. It's not, he's not got local ties there, it's just the way football's played out. He's ended up there,
2: he was at Palace Fulham.
6: Then he's gone there, he's gone there for footballing reasons. He's left because he's probably getting more money and it's a top tier in French football. I, 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 it's just, it's the way football is and it's the way agents are. It's, it's it's the naive, I don't think it's the the, the owners are naive.
5: I don't, think it's, I don't think it's just the agent. I know, I think he's hiding behind his agent. He yeah. wanted, I think he wanted to leave. He knows he's better than that club. If you get a chance to go to Bordeaux and, and skip Sunderland and leave, yeah. then you're going to take it. But I think he kept being like,
1: yeah, yeah, towards my coming. agent hundred yeah, Because oh, yeah. off, yeah. of off, off, off the back of that, off the back of that, him being at Bordeaux in a season or two, he might get he'll probably get picked up by a Premier League club, uh, club now. He's done well. This he did bad when His he went,
3: the rest he of got, season. Uh, season, he's a uh, season engine in he's done well the season, eh? but I think it's yeah, 100%. Yeah, he he makes choices. of yeah, I don't really want to be here, but I think it's down to a good agent to maybe advise them correctly. But yeah, it's 100%. It a bit, yeah, they almost bad as each other. Um, that the agent... He didn't leaving. want to look like the bad guy, did he, as well? But also, the owners said that the manager's um, family as well gets on really well with the agent, where things like that, if it's hard for him like, as a young kid, if he's got his agent and his family saying, no, 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 listen to the agent, or we'll do this, then even if he does want to stay, um, it's hard to go against, that. Like you say, because if you've got your agent, yeah, you've found it like, a It's true, you're right, idea. it's
4: the state of football, but it, I think it does upset me a
3: little
2: bit,
3: the lack of loyalty in the game. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, he probably thought... They weren't running away with it. I think they were running away with the league. Um, and like 100% looking like they're going up. They probably, I can't really say, but it was still a case of a bit in, off, up in the air. Third fourth, weren't they? Yeah, yeah he's like, I can't afford to spend another season in League One here. I'm going to go yeah. now. And I guess it's going to League, what? Uh, league One. Um, league One to League One. Um, so the top division in, in France, that's that's big. Um, and like Jet says, they said in there that this agent likes moving players abroad. It's got Sancho as an example. Like Reece Oxford, I think, is the same agent from um, West Ham to Germany as well. So he's come out the example of I'll do the same thing, get you on the stage, and then use Bordeaux. He hundred percent will yeah. obviously use Bordeaux as another step of stone to get probably a Premier League move. Yeah,
1: because um, you look, you look how. But then the problem is, is like, um, like we see, we we always we, we, we want to see foreign we. Well, we say like English players should go abroad and and apply their trade abroad and get better there and then come back. And then when a the player does do that, it, they get criticised as well. So you, they almost can't win either because it's yeah. like I think it's it's ambitious to go to Bordeaux to go to France and and, and try and make it try and make it there and mm-hmm. then like try and come back or whatever or move on into an, a
3: different part of the part of Europe. I think Bordeaux are probably fully aware of that. They, 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 I don't think we're buying the player thinking yeah, he's going to come and stay at us forever. They're no, yeah, you know, yeah. fully aware of, yeah, we're going to get used to seven stone here, but we're kind of okay with and that. A, and then
1: and make a tidy profit on him. What do yeah, I think that's the main market. thing for clubs like that. Yeah,
3: bring him in. If he does a job, good. Yeah. Yeah, more so, yeah, can we then, off the back of this, make a tidy profit, which it wasn't yeah. uh, one, one million euros or one and a half million euros? Um, you, you're definitely going to get more than that
1: yeah. selling him back to England. <laughs> That's not even a million pounds, is it? Or is it, like I think, it,
3: I think it rises
5: to three.
1: Oh right, okay, but still, that's nothing. Wait, will make going for that? Yeah, they'll. <laughs> they might get like 10, 15 million
3: for him. Selling I mean, back Sunderland for. But yeah, but they so, would have sold him what
1: a million,
5: rising to three with only six months left. Yeah. Oh,
3: it was only a two-year contract. No, huh? as in his uh,
1: contract, he only had six months
5: left oh, on his
3: some sorry, month, contract. Yeah,
1: selling for a cheap.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. True. True. On Will
4: Grigg, has there ever been such hype about such an average bloke?
5: By the way, <laughs> no, he's got a good song.
3: It's the yeah. fact they, yeah. were, they were watching the song as well, and you could kind of see, yeah. like,
4: yeah, we can get some shirt
3: sales off this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they paid
0: two million for the player, two million for the song.
3: Yeah, like, oh, it's genuine. gonna get Sunderland back yeah. on the map, and people like, he just came around. across as such a, a
4: wetter, just nothing about him at all, was there? Nah.
3: It? It, yeah,
2: yeah he didn't He's
4: a
3: literally a bloke
4: that just scored like 10-15 goals in quick succession Had a song written about him Went to the Euros And now he's living off that
3: Well they, they interviewed him and like, gave it big He's like yeah no I thrive I off that pressure Big game situations blah blah I just want to get to 10 goals He still only scored five I think He still hasn't he, got to 10 scored four in the Yeah league. he's not a-
1: prolific eight, eight altogether since he's been there Eight. Yeah they said a like, like,
3: proven goal scorer but he doesn't. Yeah, he's not prolific. He doesn't get big. Numbers. Yeah, he, he's yeah, not he's getting 16, 17 major numbers.
1: Yeah, in in the in the championship um, when he was his last half season at Wigan, he scored four goals and seventeen in the league. Well, there
3: you
4: go. I think and surely it, that's, that 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 just speaks volumes of the lack of football knowledge going on. with, with, and, the, yeah. and, and, with and then the owner he, as well, doesn't it? He's just he, yeah, knows, he knows Will right. as a name. And
3: that's it. At least surely he's done it
4: right, though. Surely,
3: Short. there's a, a lone player they can get, like a young lone player from a Premier League club, or, you know, a, a player that needs chance. Um, that would yeah. do a better job. That they might want. you know they, they get mean, the it, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm thinking, Restored, like, uh, from uh, a Liverpool uh, point of view, back yeah. there, like re- re- Bruce is on at uh, Swansea now, but that season, the season before that, he probably would have gone to like a league on something yeah. like, yeah, go, yeah. go have a go, go have a chance. Um, Go,
1: going back to season one though I knew Ashley Fletcher was going to be horrendous when he joined joined him yeah. I, I used to watch him when he was a youth player at United and I just used to think this guy that bloke is yeah.
4: still playing in the championship by the way how is that I knew, he's oh, still playing at Middlesbrough how, does, how is that bloke in the championship I don't know
1: he's awful he's such a bad striker oh, yeah he looks even in even in our youth he looked uh, youth set up he looked bad I was like how is this guy getting games I
3: know Matt this might annoy you but he reminded me of Wesley Villa what, in what sense Sometimes Wesley just looks lost on his own up top. Yeah, he's a big, strong yeah. guy, but yeah, the, the yeah, ball goes yeah. up to him and then sometimes yeah. it looks like he just genuinely doesn't know how to pass, hold the ball up, isn't quick, and it just looks a bit lost sometimes, like just a big guy up top, they just put the ball up and like, oh, what do I do Wesley's, now with it? Uh,
4: Wesley's a soft lad, for
3: sure. Yeah, so they kind of reminded me of that. I just want to say that the uh, the absolute highlight of
5: all of it was seeing Coventry City beat uh, Sunderland 5-4 <laughs> at the stadium, at night.
2: Oh, shit, yeah, that was a match game, oh, yeah. wasn't it?
5: 'Cause uh they and Cov actually have a really weird rivalry. I dunno if you know about it. Jordan Henderson Derby there. No? Well, mm. it was like, Jordan Henderson played for Cov. Yeah, he's he's yeah. He's right you he's a right <laughs> mid as well. Scenes. Um Sundland and Cov have a really weird like rivalry basically when um Sundland and Cov could've got relegated from the Prem back in like the eighties, I think it was. Um on the last game of the season, Cov delayed the kickoff. Jimmy Hill delayed the kickoff by 15 minutes. Um, there was some, they made up some weird excuse so they could see what Sunderland's result was. So like, they saw that Sunderland were losing and Cobb just didn't need to lose. So Cov and I think it was like Bristol City or someone like that kind of made their own little pact. So they'll just pass the ball around the back, and neither of them score, and they'll both stay up, and Sunderland get relegated. Wow, that's a full on wow. match fixing. That is so, match
1: fixing. So oh, like, Bristol like, City and see there. So that's, I that's
3: mad.
5: Not, how are they
3: allowed to delay it? Like, how would someone even yeah, buy that?
5: And, and like now they they take thousands. Like Sunderland hate Cov for it. They always take thousands to like the Rico or Saint Andrews this year, and like and that, that game Cov won five four, but there was loads of crowd disturbance where. Like Cob fans are throwing bottles off the top of the stadium down onto the fans and fighting outside. It was mental.
3: Yeah, That's mad. yeah it got tasty in the, um, the two Portsmouth games as well. Obviously for obvious reasons the uh, the uh, the final and then the the game afterwards. Right, it seemed like it got got a little bit tasty between them. And there's a flare got thrown down into the stand mm. as well. So,
5: so that was one thing. So they sold out what forty seven thousand for the Boxing Day. And mm, then yeah. it comes to the playoff semi-final at home, mm. and they barely sell any tickets. So Twenty-seven
0: thousand, I think they said in the ticket it's office.
1: Just at home and well, it, well, the what well, the point that the guy made, uh, the fan made, did make sense though. When he was like, because it, it it is not a part of your season ticket allocation, so people don't want to spend the money because they want to rather save up to go to Wembley.
5: Yeah, so I it, sort of understand. The club are missing out then on doing a deal for like. Put it cheap and try and fill the stadium and get as much advantage as possible. Yeah, maybe give the, them priority of tickets for the Wembley final or something. But yeah, mm. we all know what happened in both those cup finals. Bottle jobs, as you would say, Wembley tears. Absolutely, Wembley tears. It bottled it. <laughs> I completely forgot about how the checker trade played out. Obviously, they went two on. They scored in the last minute. Lee Catmull. Just you just know.
3: Yeah, hundred like, percent. Every yeah. person in the stadium was like he's not going to score. Why yeah, is he taking one?
5: The Charlton one is epic. Right? Yeah. that must that must be like the worst feeling. Is it
4: literally ninety plus four?
5: Yeah, last kick oh, of the game. Man, can like, you imagine? kick of the game. And I you, don't
4: care. I don't care what any of you don't even say about any of the people on that show. When you sat there watching that and you see them all absolutely devastated, surely we can all relate to that. On some of the Actually, you had to um, a little bit bad for them. We've yeah. all been in the You're talking season. about
0: fans or players? Yeah, so the fans, the I Feel fans. bad for the fans. Yeah. yeah.
3: You
5: don't. You absolutely um, don't. Well, it depends on our uh, series because it is pretty savage. It's just, it, but it is comedy gold. Like as a TV,
3: right, show, no get wrong, it's great viewing yeah, but, again, like, yeah, yeah. You can't like some of the stuff happening. Like I said earlier, you, you can't write it. It's literally everything. You're like, that's exactly the thing that would happen. Obviously, if you put yourselves
5: in their shoes, like you've just done, like a fifty-game season, including mm. the playoffs, and the last kick game, and it's not even a good goal. It's like. It's horrible,
4: isn't it? So oh, scrappy.
0: Mm-hmm. In, in off, in off a defender. Flanagan, yeah. yeah. You just uh-huh. hope. You just be turned around, hoping for the referee seeing a free kick or uh, something. Something,
3: yeah. Oh, was it? It was the Portsmouth game, the, the one where the the ball was clearly over the line, wasn't it? And they. Oh my was, god! Was oh, so it was literally like how
0: that looked really. Yeah, yeah. Looked really obviously over thing. the line. It was so bad. But that you was in Sunderland's favour.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Portsmouth, yeah. Goal, yeah. Their, their goal, they should have been given. I mean, that's what one of the main reasons why it was a bit tasty as well. The next game there's a few a few chances so, going but, in. But
0: think of that about that um, playoff final. So, so Charlton score that freak own goal. Yeah, and then they oh, just God, they yeah. just try and defend it for
5: again for for they the they rest didn't of the learn game. From what they did,
0: exactly. The yeah. yeah, that's
1: what I mean. Mm. That, that's what that's what yeah. um, it's I didn't. The pressure. Really think I, think, I, think I think I think it's, it's the, the pressure. Very good
4: it's the pressure and the occasion of it, though. That game means absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's almost the worst thing you can do in that, in that situation, score an early goal. Um, yeah, I'm not saying Jack Ross is entirely blameless, but I, I think the players need to take a huge, huge uh, share of the blame for that because I think that's on them.
3: That they've just... Yeah, just like the amount of just mistakes, like so many goals that you showed were just from just bad defence, just silly mistakes... Um, just messing around with it at the back. Centre backs just have no idea what they're doing. Um, which, yeah, a lot of that, I guess, to, yeah, the players just terrified. Like, oh, I've made a mistake here, and they do exactly that because they're so scared of making one. Um, but yeah, some of the the, the, the scenes of like, the crowd. It's a good
4: Charlton team, that as well. That was that was a good Charlton team. Yeah,
3: Lee Bowyer, hey, manager.
4: Hey, oh, yeah, manager. Lee Bowyer, yeah.
1: Yeah. they're they're another team like um, Sunderland, and they just went into free for all. And yeah, just, they were, they you know, were wow. Alan Kerblish. They had
4: a crack in you know, little Premier League yeah.
1: too point, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then soon as he, soon as he went they went into free 4 now they've got like a really shit owner as well haven't they? Yeah. Darren Bent curse I
5: think um, I think yeah. their owners just left but yeah they've they had loads of issues that like Belgium owner yeah. That was
1: it, yeah Well
4: Lee Bowyer literally left at the end of the season and then, and then re-signed didn't
5: he? Oh uh, really? Yeah
4: he oh, yeah, actually he's... left for like a week and then, and then re-signed I think something to do with the owner <laughs>
3: It was, I thought it was weird that Johnny Williams went to Charon. Came back to Tottenham. Yeah. He, oh, did he get... Oh, yeah. He, um, he went like back to Palace and then sent him on there back to League One. He,
1: he's honestly one of the strangest footballers ever. Oh, do you, do you
2: not, guy. I
3: thought he was a nice... The, I thought he was the nicest guy. he's a nice
1: not, guy. He's a nice guy. He reminded me... He He's the football version of Bon Iver. Like, just... <laughs>
3: What an absolutely please, bizarre claim, please. please
1: was, just explain that, Chet. Please, that explain. No, like like it's just like the way he is, just like really, like, just a bit sad all the time. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, he
2: was a bit mopey.
1: I, I, but... I, I love playing football. Here's my guitar. I'm on my
3: own. No, but like, that, yeah,
2: he obviously
1: got down quite a lot
3: from his injuries, and you kind of it's a bit, hard.
1: yeah. I can understand that. Okay, I, I can and I really did find the bit in the first series when he went to the sports psychiatrist quite interesting. Yeah, um, and I saw was a, like, right, was very like a cute. Bloke. Very cute when he was like, Chris Coleman believes is the only person that believes in me, I was like, oh. yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's just a funny bloke, I just think. But he came out, he's yeah, skin edit and Charlton gone for the mean look, and oh, now I know skin, a hair transplant, yeah. but no, I thought it was a very really nice guy. But some of the players, though, like oh, League, I just I don't know why I hate Lee Catamore so much,
2: do like, you? Yeah. Do you I him?
3: despise
0: him, you a, should, oh, he's... I don't know why. He didn't really come across at all in that in that, um,
4: series, they don't do in that any, series. He doesn't do any interviews or anything, does he? No, you, you'd expect if him to be the like the,
0: the loudest person in the dressing room, yeah. and, and he's an absolute like mad, mean machine sort of type of. Yeah. A character, yeah, yeah, yeah. but doesn't, he doesn't come across like that at all in the series. Yeah,
4: well, he's he's the bloke who loves to cry, isn't he? Is he
0: the yeah, one who
3: loves love But that's but well, I think that's kind of why I don't I dislike him because yeah, you'd think that Gerge Hayes,
4: you'd, Gerge Hayes guys you think Gurge hates guys who cry. Yeah. Hates yeah. <laughs> yeah. guys there. with emotions. Oh. <laughs> there's so your head time, oh. but, yeah.
3: No, I think I hate him because you'd imagine yeah, on the pitches out there a big hard man breaking people's legs and whatever. Yellow yeah, like, the card every week. Yeah, you th- you think then off the back of that he'd be in the chat like a Roy Keane, you know. Mm. absolutely just everywhere all across the, the club in the training and everyone just giving everyone you know getting them fired up but the fact is on the pitch acting the hard man and then other than that he's just like oh yeah I'm just chilling here I didn't even realise he wasn't the captain like they've got honey-man. oh yeah I thought oh yeah I mm. thought he was the captain I thought it's, yeah I think I was he like was that. and then yeah, they gave it a honeymoon uh, yeah. well, O'Shea, it, was, it O'Shea was it was O'Shea and then yeah. Honeyman. Um, honeymoon there's another one he's at Hull now isn't he yeah um, is it? it the other thing yeah. I wasn't
1: too keen on about it is that this both the series is, is that they didn't interview the players enough. I don't know if it's just the players didn't want to be interviewed, but like I
4: agree. I think second series had barely any. Is like mm.
1: it's
3: it's one well, of the most interesting things, it's isn't business, it? More business, yeah, than. yeah. yeah the you wanna, owners with a big sell.
1: Oh, you, Yeah, but it's like you want to know like what's going through the players. Like I was quite interested to listen to um, John O'Shea speak. Yeah. Like being at Man United winning expecting to win trophies year on year and then going into the complete opposite. What uh, what is that what's that like? You know what I, I mean? I imagine
3: though, based off the first season, probably a few players watched that and thought, Oh yeah, the players probably don't come off the best. I'm actually not gonna bother speaking <sighs> yeah. to them again the in season two because like, oh, I don't want to look an idiot, yeah. so I'm just not yeah. gonna bother. Mm. Which you can kind of see probably look a fair bit mm. for that. I
2: don't but, think but, the players like yeah, that that way...
3: McGeady came off really well, I think. Yeah. The fact he's staying there, he seemed like properly committed to the club, getting them promotion. Um, and like everyone said, he's way too good for that league. Um, but he was seems committed to the, the club. I swear he's
5: them. been around years. Like he knows, else, isn't he? Yeah. How old
3: is he now? Someone do a little... Is this going to be another...
1: 1986, 34. Ah, okay. He's 34, wow. Who's
3: the one that we said the other day? Oh, he's only played
1: three games this season. Oh, he's at Charlton now, isn't he? Who is not he Is he? On on Online at Charlton, yeah. Oh, oh yeah! Heard... Oh, they oh, must be really just... cutting the bill then. So like, said, go. Go. yeah, maybe a big a... Whack. he went in January. Oh, uh, so he's committed
3: oh. to the club, and now and I find
1: that
0: he's on low. Yeah. <laughs> the other player I thought came off really well was Luco Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, just yeah. a good lad, wasn't he? Just a, yeah,
4: good, yeah. a good, lad. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's like because
5: yeah, like that's the complete opposite for him. Like, soon obviously done the free 4 from Prem down to League One. He would, he got signed from Wickham League Two and was going up. Yeah. Player. And for him, it was like a dream come true. You see in his little face when he scored his first goal, it was absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His cousin, all his family were
3: there, and that. He I mean, that's, that's what you need to do. School. Get more players like that. Yeah. What next person, Where do you think they'll end up? I
4: think they'll stay in League One for a while. I think it's got to be a Leeds. It's got to be like a Leeds type situation for them, isn't it? Because they were in League One a bit before they yeah. eventually started climbing. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I can't see any initial bounce back
2: um, unless they
4: get some. Unless they get some serious investment,
1: which
4: yeah, I doubt They're, they're going to, to they're gonna have to build a, a squad on a shoestring budget.
2: Yeah, By now that they're, they're debt free, I think
3: they'll be able to benefit from the RFA short clear the debt off. Like I said, that that the, 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 the um, attendance, the gate receipts from the season before was purely servicing interest, which is interesting. interesting. yeah, but mental. Actually, that was crazy. The choir yeah, chamber so... with
5: the bloody sweat underground it. The only geezer that uses it's one of the
1: members of the staff for his bad bat. Yeah, that so
5: um, Martin Bain himself. Martin yeah. And Bain, yeah. So oh,
3: no surprise
1: rid of it. Uh, that's, um, uh, so then I that got me thinking. I was like, I wonder how much he was like um doing the, co- the club dirty. Like he makes it out like, oh yeah, I'm doing everything. He Struck
4: me as someone that was slimy, like yeah that hmm. would do that. Don't you have to
3: do Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, he, he very much gave yeah, a bit of a the fact it was Netflix and on TV, I think he very much liked the like just even the things where at the, the very beginning of season one, where he says about, "Oh, I drink lots of tea and I'll get a tea and I'll just walk around the place because you know, and I like to just you know give my positive energy around because if everyone else, if, if I'm like that, then everyone else will be as like, oh, just get over yourself, Jesus Christ!'" Yeah. <laughs> what are you were walking around saying hi to people was going to transform the club.
1: Yeah, I think if you're the man, like Fergie. Uh, did that like he would talk to everyone in the club and know everyone about him but that's like the manager of the football yeah, club that's yeah, like, different yeah it's like yeah I can't imagine the CEO or the whatever title he has has that same effect hmm. as as opposed to say if Chris Coleman or um, I did feel sorry for the first manager in the first series what's his name oh, Simon, Grayson. Simon Grayson Simon Grayson anything he did just didn't work he yeah. was just like come on lads celebrate like a team yeah like you actually give a shit because people might like you <laughs>
2: Yeah
3: Yeah he didn't seem to I don't know He always seemed a bit doomed from the start Where he didn't seem to Really stamp Well he didn't seem to like was, uh, I like think that's the hardest job played in, like. I
4: think that's the hardest job in football by the way
3: is, yeah, think uh, Has know, anybody
4: Has any manager come in New To a team that's just been relegated From the Premier League to the Championship And you know Been successful
1: and, and oh, got um, Wolves, them. Wolves Wolves did it they went, no, straight back went
4: up, down is, to one, bro.
1: Yeah, and then they went. They got promoted to the... Oh, back yeah, I back. see what you mean. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I see what you how mean. much the, they
5: spent on that bloody championship?
4: Newcastle team. did it recently where they went down but came back up. But they kept the same manager, didn't they? They kept Rafa. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think for a new we're manager wolves. to come in to a team that's just been... Like, when Villa got relegated, you just don't think there's any way that you're not going to get promoted. And we've got Roberto Di Matteo in. Which, yeah. which at this time felt incredible, but fuck, we finished mid-table that season. And it's I think it's a lot hard. easier
3: doing it the Wolves way, starting from League One. You're building up, but then you're on a roll kind of thing. The yeah, Newcastle went down, got back up. They, they were lucky. If you go from yeah, Premier League down to come back, it's so hard because then you're basically selling all of your squad. Um, you've got the revenue going down. You've obviously still got parachute payments, but it's so hard. If you at least starting from. Almost like, yeah, it's really like Bournemouth have kind of done it, they're just kind of building and building and building and you're just building upon what you're doing, going up mm-hmm. the leagues. Um, so Wolves are doing it that way. Um, but yeah, so going out, dropping out, it's showing really like up once you drop out. Unless you come straight back up again, it's so hard. Unless you come out. up
4: within those first three seasons when you get your parachutes payments.
3: Yeah, see like Villa, they obviously gambled big and they eventually did it. Newcastle guys come straight back, but unless you come straight back again, It's hard, you have to kind of wait your turn almost like, right, we're on a a five-year, six-year, even ten-year cycle here, we need to just kind of wait our time rebuild again from fresh. There didn't
1: seem any structure in anything, like from both the series uh, from like higher up. The only thing that I thought was positive is when, I think it was head of youth or something, or head of football in the first series said to uh, Martin Bain "We, we need to focus more on youth Mm. Uh, pump pump our youth players like through and sell them for a profit. That's how that's how we're going to do it. And I was like, yes, that's
3: how you should be doing it. Yeah, because the other thing with that is they, they had so many failed transfers, like players coming on big money, uh, big wages, big transfer fees, and they're just not not working. And then that's yeah. just the club bleeding money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fair. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, absolutely. Need to look to youth and sell get players that are firstly cheap, but ones that they can potentially, if they're not, if it doesn't work out it's not going to be massive of money it's going to cost the club and if it does can sell him on for a profit so yeah. like, you obviously imagine things didn't work out but a player like that let's say yeah they start doing well and you know suddenly maybe get back at the championship and even at that point they're like oh we don't actually need him now but yeah. we can now sell this guy on for a or, profit
1: or, or imagine if they tied up his contract properly yeah and he had an absolute stellar season and then hmm. they sold him for five, six million pounds at the end of that season instead of you know, a million. Can't
6: wait for season three, to be honest, if they're going to do it. You'd hope um. so. If they do a season
1: three,
5: though, it's going to be... Well, they're seventh now, so they're going to be... There's going to be no positivity again. It's going like, to be... And there'll be Coronas one. as well. They'll, they'll, they'll be, love what, corona.
1: They <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll be but like, oh, we we're going to get promoted if it wasn't for fucking
4: corona? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: yeah
5: think they're
4: gonna how need to sort it
0: out.
4: How ledge is the cab
1: driver though? He's funny. He's yeah. a boy. He's oh
4: just... yeah, yeah,
0: he's funny. Yeah. I, I also like the um the guy who's in with the um, Stuart Donald during the transfer deadline day and he's like, you're gonna overpay. I told you're you, you were gonna fucking do it, you're gonna overpay yeah. Oh he- head of yeah, football. <laughs> the whole yeah, time was like, stop and then
2: Stuart was it, like she
4: was like, it. it's <laughs> my money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is like he's just playing the game. Yeah.
4: And together it's okay. Do you reckon some of that was down to sleep deprivation? Right? It was Probably down to pressure. There.
0: It was down to the fact that he's had no other targets. He's 20 minutes yeah. in. He hasn't got any strikers. If he doesn't take that gamble, and yeah, the gamble didn't pay off. If he doesn't take the gamble, they are not getting promoted.
3: Well, it's like that they, they promised two strikers, and they were like, we're almost going to get zero here. So yeah, they kind of like, we have to at least ha- get one. I get yeah. that. I get that. I know it was, I know it was a pressurised
4: decision, and we've all made Ben's in under pressure, but that is a woeful decision. And just it's, think, like if you made that at like 3 p.m. Yeah. under pressure, you probably still wouldn't done it. But it's literally like midnight. You're probably not eating yeah. all day. Yeah, on dude, sleep, it's so. just
3: needs must just get just get him in. It's either him or no Ten one. Which looking at it, you'd rather have him in than no one. But yeah. for that money. That yeah, that's. I tell the you what, making
4: a the documentary them. would be the other end of that phone in the Wigan office while they're kissing
3: themselves. P- yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, six times. Like, geez, oh, that's just and, mad. And, and, and then, then come back we're like with
1: four million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Shut then, up. and that Martin um, <laughs> Martin Meth Martin Methvan was like, yeah, yeah, we don't want to look desperate. I was like, <laughs>
0: what? Oh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First name Sorry. terms, yeah. Okay, so yeah, should... the
3: mix between Martin Bay and Charlie Meth. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Just to end on a bit of a game, so I mentioned it in the intro about the beach ball gate. Ooh. October 2009, Sunderland beat Liverpool 1-0 through a controversial goal. Can we name the starting 11 for Sunderland? Oh, Ooh. good shot,
2: buddy. <laughs> I was say, if it's a Liverpool one,
3: I can probably do But Sunderland, Jesus. Goalkeeper. Craig, Craig
5: Gordon.
0: Boom. Straight in there. Is it? Correct. Yeah. What player. What an uh, player. Phil, Phil
1: Bardsley. Phil
0: Bardsley is correct. Two for two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where's Brown.
0: Where's Brown's not there. No,
1: he
3: wasn't um, there.
0: O'Shea. John O'Shea's no, not
3: there.
4: there yet. Yeah, 2009. 2009? Oh. Uh, um, didn't, a, a, didn't they have a Ghanaian centre-back?
3: Or was
1: that us after that, probably. Uh, did they have Kieran Richardson still, then?
4: Oh, God. Heristic. Didn't no. they?
1: No.
4: Oh, Give God, us a clue on
1: it. a centre-back.
4: No, no, no clues. Come on, we got Between all of Wait, us. This...
1: Alan Hutton wasn't there yet, was he?
4: No. Did Alan Hutt never play for Sunderland?
1: Did he? I don't know. I thought he did. No, he went for Tottenham
4: and Villa. That's it. Ah. Oh. And Rangers. Though no West Brown, though, no John O'Shea. Who predates those two at Sunderland centre box?
1: Oh, Johnny Evans wasn't there then. No. He'd, he'd come back by that point.
5: This is difficult. This is fucking hard. This is so wild.
0: Okay, here's, here's the first clear. I'm surprised Jet hasn't got it.
4: United
1: link. United then. Um, oh, who could it be?
4: There's oh, loads, of some, loads of sun. Loads players seem to go between those two
0: clubs. By the way, Phil Barlow. Oh, Steve around. Bruce was there, up. wasn't
1: he? Yeah, and then uh, and Roy Keane.
0: And then David Moyes.
1: Yeah.
2: Mental.
1: Fuck. Um. United centre back. Uh.
4: The centre back he is. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So Johnny Evans. Not Johnny Evans. Brown, not John O'Shea.
0: Not
4: Johnny Evans. There's three Tarleton already. Bramble. There's three Oh, shout! Titus
5: Bramble. No, oh, not for that one. But uh, oh, what's his name?
2: On, man. Oh. On,
5: Sean. United.
6: Oh. Oh yeah. No, you just Tyler Blackett. Black talk
2: no, yeah. no, not Tyler
1: Blackett. He was probably like four. <laughs> 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 there's
5: definitely one that they learned.
1: Ah. Oh. Okay, I'll give you a second clue. Yeah, he, go didn't, on. he didn't play for
0: United. Oh. Oh, what uh-huh. oh. <laughs> yeah. so who do you know? Just
1: tell us
3: every player that you know
1: I don't know Uh it must be some player like, I've like. taken a piss
6: out of recently How old is he now, roughly? Is he still playing? I think he's
0: retired,
1: team's
3: retired
0: now.
6: What nationality?
4: Teams. Uh, English I don't know uh, about Brothers, basketball. man You smashed the football quid I know. Last of the day Come on, step up Pascal <laughs> Chimbonda
3: No Oh he, out, though. he did, yeah, for a bit I swear he did
6: yeah, he did Wigan, Sunderland, Tottenham. We went two for two and now we're
0: just a hit on that. Yeah, Can need you some name, some some name some of the other clubs? Name some of the clubs that he played for. West
3: Ham, QPR. Anton Sunderland. There we go. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Might yeah. have the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, this one. This is quite obscure. Is
0: this
4: guy
0: quite obscure? Yeah. I think he's playing for South End now. That's how obscure yeah. yeah. Jesus. Awesome. No. He's also played for Charlton... Brentford, Hull, Hull before Sunderland, then Sunderland, then Norwich, then Southend.
4: It's not Alex Bruce.
0: No. Looks a bit like him, though.
4: Pretty bog-standard-looking white dude. Oh. English,
0: English. Yeah, it looks like he's headed a few bricks in his time. Right, headed a few Hull, Hull to Sunderland to, to
5: Norwich. Michael Turner.
0: There's no oh,
2: one. Oh,
1: Michael Turner. Yeah. Is ben yes. Turner or Michael Turner. Michael Turner, yeah. Oh, Ben shout. Turner's hot. He was... He's, he's tough. Oh, who's the one who played for Sunderland who killed Pedro Mendes? Is it Pedro Mendes? And Thatcher. That's yeah. it. The, that was horrible. Elbow, yeah. Elbow in the... Uh, that was actually one of the worst things I've what ever seen. What a fucking tramp.
5: Yeah, that was scum. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. Who Pepper, the hell was left back the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Left back. Right, left.
0: yeah, left back to go. Not
3: Richardson.
0: Please.
3: No. Not oh, Richardson. So is Richardson you nowhere in the team? Nope. I, yeah, left back. I that. Yeah, but, uh,
1: hold on. Michael Turner had an apprenticeship at Inter Milan. Get off your phone, you cheater! So I'm not cheating, but I just look. I didn't know who <laughs> Michael Turner was. Yeah, we had, print-
2: had
1: an apprenticeship as a youth player, there. Um, left back. He's
5: got to be a nobody, isn't it? used
4: to give us, give us something.
1: Uh, something he also played for West Ham. <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Not Contiaski.
3: Reed, as it. Uh... No,
0: we've
3: got a back for Barnsley, Anton okay. Ferdinand, Turner. Okay.
0: So interesting for this 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 guy. Played for Sunderland, then for signed for West Ham, then signed for Sunderland again.
5: Oh, whammy. God, he just couldn't get enough of the north. Where north, north east? east. <laughs>
0: brothers, right? And then and then he went on loan to Leeds twice. Oh God! Then he Jeez. went back on loan to West Ham,
3: and then signed <laughs> oh,
0: for West God. Ham again.
3: Does this guy know any other clubs exist?
1: <laughs> that's it. That's the Premier League.
4: See English as well.
1: Uh, Northern Irish.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah. is his first Aaron name? Hughes, no, no, no. Uh,
1: you've had Fulham. He yeah,
4: said that Fulham was his conviction as well. Yeah, I just the first Northern Irish <laughs> fallback that came to my yeah. head just got
3: blasted. I reckon you shout that on the regular, just like in your sleep. <laughs> Aaron
5: Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us. Um, do we need another clue? First name?
4: <laughs> no, come on. Uh, Sunderland, West Ham, three hundred times. Where is he now? Hughes? Is he still
0: playing? Uh, no, he retired in two thousand and four. No, sorry, oh, trans- sorry,
3: 2014. <laughs> <The same one. laughs> retired before the game. No, 2014. <laughs> Paul Matt retired five years later for his one game.
0: Retired.
3: Was he a Northern Irish International? Yep. At 34
0: caps for Northern Ireland. But
5: yeah.
4: Northern Irish International left but
0: I think I could play for Northern
5: Ireland, if I'm honest. Have you got any descendants from Northern Ireland?
0: No, but I mean...
1: So you can't then? <laughs> Wait, no, well, um, uh, what's his name? Tony Cascarino, he paid for Ireland.
0: Yep.
5: And he's got Irish family. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't.
1: He hasn't. I remember listening to him on Talk Sport, he hasn't. It was because his adopted mum was from Ireland or something. So he's uh, it. Yeah. West. He, he's North getting adopted North by North
4: Irish, North Irish
3: North
1: people. North yeah. North. I I can't get this.
0: First name begins with the G.
5: Ooh. I mean
1: George.
0: George, that's the first name. Oh, what a guess. George.
1: George. um...
3: George. Edwards. George Friend. No, that's not. George
4: Mook. George Mook. Shari? Are you getting close? George M. Is
3: it George M? George M. George
4: M. McCarthy.
0: So it's McCartney. Uh... Oh, yeah, okay. George McCartney. Okay, on to midfield then. Lee Cuttermole. Lee Catamull is in there. Come on. Jordan Henderson. Ledbit is not there. Jordan Henderson came on as a substitute.
3: Steve Malbronk. Steve Malbronk is in there.
6: I was going to fucking say it. That's outrageous. He's, yeah.
3: What's that? uh, um,
5: What's the tubby one? Stephen (laughs) Reid.
3: It's on the tip of your
0: tongue.
5: Um, Andy Reid Andy Andy Reid Andy Reid Andy
0: Andy Reid That's a great shot as well Dean Whitehead Nope Oh He was funny looking Um, I I don't think you'll get this one I have no idea who he
4: is Oh no Come on
0: Which
3: which position have we got
4: left? Centre
0: mid I think it's centre mid, yeah Uh,
4: Nationality
1: Albanian Oh my god Oh, Oh, I think I know who this is
4: Oh but yes, I do as well. Any yes, oh,
2: I'm never gonna get his,
1: his name though. It's a, football, it's a football. manager too. hero. Oh
3: fuck's sake! Are the clubs played for, or another club? Some some
0: actually, re- he's got a really good CV. Yeah, yeah. He came with, yeah.
3: You came with pedigree.
0: Man, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, PSG, Marseille, Sunderland. Yeah, Is it something Is it
4: something similar to Cannes?
0: Is it like? Oh yeah, you're so close. Yeah, oh, Galatasaray, Lazio. That is a CV. Yeah, he was decent.
4: Can...
0: What was it similar to, that? Just that small can... blemish of Sunderland in there. Is it, it
4: was like C A N something, was it?
0: Canelos.
1: No. Is his first name like like Loic? Like Lorick. Like, Lorick. Loric. 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 Good, good knowledge there, Jet. Lorick. Uh, Fuck.
6: Canos. Cana. Cana.
2: Cana. Cana. That's
1: it. Cana. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, tipping me well done. Anyone know who came on as a sub for Lee Catamol? Winger. Oh, Winger.
5: Didn't they have um, Bolo Zenden at the time? Bolo
0: Zenden! That's the no, one! No! That's uh, disgusting! Yeah. That's absolutely oh.
3: disgusting, man. Tri- the other striker to go. said
0: Darren Bent. Think yeah, that's so a the, pass.
3: the other striker. Uh-huh.
0: So there's a strike, uh, there's two strikers to get because um, one came on as a substitute. Okay. Hmm.
3: Is it, uh,
5: I've got one, I think. Is one Northern Irish? No. David Healy? David Healy. No, he was oh, on the bench. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: A new sub. Ah.
4: Uh, if you're not bringing David Healy on, by the
3: Kevin Phillips wasn't at the club then, was he? No. no. Mm. Darren Ben. Who played up front with Darren Ben?
5: Was it a little and large partnership or anything? That's what I'm thinking. What
0: do you class class Darren Bent as?
5: Little.
0: Uh, Yeah, there was a large then. So, no, no,
5: Defoe. Josie Outdoor.
0: No, sorry. Tall strikers.
4: Tall strikers is not there. Uh,
0: Nationality. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to guess this nationality. I'm not going to search. I think it's Trinidadian.
4: Kenwin Jones. Kenwin Jones.
5: -Jones. Yes, it is. Yeah. Great back. Yeah, that's. Yeah.
0: And it who replaced a... him on the 66th minute? Aaron Bent, Kenwin
4: Jones, David Healy, and they had a full striker in the squad.
1: Fraser Campbell.
0: Fraser Campbell. Well done, Jeff. United.
5: Yeah.
1: That
0: team beat Liverpool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should we name the Liverpool team just to laugh at want? Go, go on,
3: Gurge. Go yeah, going to get then. it up. Rainer in goal, Glenn Johnson right back. Yep. Um, yep. Carragher and Agger centre yeah. backs. Yeah, both right. Uh, left back. Was it Aurelio? Aurelio's there. Yep. Um, Gerrards.
0: Nope. Gerard didn't play. Why oh, yeah, not play that game?
3: Um,
0: you Alonso. Oh, well, you lost. Um, Alonso's no, not there Alonso. either. No. Mascherano. Mascherano came on as a sub.
3: Wow. So it's none of them. Okay. Um. If it's not them, then Lucas lavish probably was at the club then.
0: And yeah, Lucas Leiva's there, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, Mark Front Torres. Nope. And oh well, not Torres. Okay.
0: Robbie Keane. No, no Keane.
3: Did, this is a David and Go. Show.
0: And Go came on as a sub. Oh, okay, David and that's Ongo. a good. That's a crouch. Good shout. No Crouch.
1: Crouch was gone by then, hadn't he?
3: Well, yeah, he, he left just before Torres joined. So two obvious ones. What, strikers? Well, one fairly obvious one.
0: Yeah, I'd say one obvious striker.
3: Was one of the wingers Mark Gonzalez? No. Nope. Ryan Babble? Yep. Two, one striker and a okay, right winger? No, you've got, um, stri- you
0: got a striker, a centre mid, another centre mid, and a centre back to go. I
3: thought I got Carragher and Aga. Oh, is it three? Yeah, three so played five eight. at the back. Ah. Other centre back Sammy nope. nope, not Sammy Hoopier. in two thousand and nine. Oh yeah, true. Um, Skirtle, Skirtle, yeah.
0: Skirtle.
3: Some uh, oh. mids. Oh, is it going to be someone horrible like Jay Spearing or something?
0: Yeah, Jay Spearing's <laughs> yeah.
3: there. Oh uh, <laughs> man, right. Have you got the striker yet? No, no so he's so still a striker got to
2: go. Now you've Lampier's got
3: another one side. as well. Dekeau, Dekeau, Dekeau.
4: Yeah, this one, is such one more midfielder. This is such a horrible horrible
3: team.
4: Yossi Ben Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a horrible lineup.
0: Yeah. Rayner, Johnson, what? Aga, Carragher, Skirtle, Aurelio, Benayoun, Babel Lucas, Spearing, Dirk Cow. Oh.
3: Our midfield's honking. yeah. That That's isn't. why we lost one no lads.
0: <laughs> you got you, they had more possession than you as well. It wasn't like a smash
3: as <laughs> uh, when you haven't got Javi Alonso in there and Jarrett's controlling things. <laughs> got Jay Spearing just running around looking like a toddler.
1: As if he played for you back then. I thought he played... I thought it was more recently. Where does he play now? Is he still a like lot bolt? Blackpool. He's a Blackpool. I mean, oh, he's captain oh, of Blackpool, yeah. Fucking grim.
3: <laughs> what,
1: a, what a grim life he's living Yeah,
3: Yeah, oh, horrible. Horrible times.
1: He's played 104 <laughs> times for... I mean, it got
3: worse after that. I wasn't quite the, the banter era, the Roy Hodgson era, but...
1: Oh my God, Paul Konczewski.
3: Yeah, Paul Chesky that was bad. That's full banner. I don't know that that team gets pretty close.
0: Yeah, it was bad times, but
3: no surprise we lost one 0 to a beach Paul
0: And that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers to Cheers. the guests. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>